Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right now, we go to the West Coast where our buddy Greg Amzinger, a native of St. Louis, product of the Lindenwood University and the lead anchor for MLB Network is with us. Greg will be on your TV tonight as the Dodgers introduce Shohei Ohtani and his new 10-year, $700 million contract. Greg, good morning. How you doing? You know what? Not as well as Shohei Ohtani. I mean, <laughs> if you can defer $680 million, you're living the good life. And I'm very happy for him. Would you defer, by the way, six hundred eighty million of yours? You know what? It's it's an interesting idea. The more I think about it, let's take uh, take away all the New Balance money, all the money he has on the side, which is like astronomical. He doesn't need the salary. That's how blessed he is. But when you're like in the grind and watching these players focus like they do around the clock to get their bodies to be performing at this level you really don't have a lot of free time. You're not going to do anything crazy with your free time because you can't let your body go to hell. So I, I kind of like the idea of just, you know, I'm going to live $2 million, a lot of money, but knowing that when I'm done, I can really go buck wild and <laughs> I'm living off $68 million a year for 10 years. That sounds pretty fun to me. For some reason, I can't see Shohei Otani going buck wild, Greg. <laughs> that, would be, that would be great to see, though, wouldn't it? Well, you know, no one understands that what happens to a baseball player. They say baseball players die twice. They say they die when they retire because all the world that rolled out the red carpet for them, those red carpets aren't there anymore. The doors aren't opening for them anymore. So you never know. It's kind of like they had two midlife crises. So he might need to buy like 35 Corvettes when he retires. <laughs> you don't know what Buck Wild is, okay? So it's like a different definition for everybody. Do you think that Shohei Otani is worth the 10-year $700 million? Yes, absolutely, no doubt in my mind. He pays for himself, and that's just the truth. You're going to get so many international businesses wanting to sponsor and, and pour money into your Dodger product. The TV ratings are going to be astronomical. I mean, through the roof to watch this guy. Uh, he's going to be in Hollywood. So all this other merchandise uptick and, and platforms that you don't even know that the Dodger brand could be a part of, will be a, they'll, they'll be strutting their logo everywhere. He is different than every player we've ever seen. He's two players in one. And, you know, if you just want to break it down, uh, we have uh, we have pitchers that make over forty million dollars a year. We have position players that make over forty million dollars a year. Now you tell me which of those players are so much better than Shohei Otani at pitching or hitting? Hmm. Which one of them? So it looks to me he got a home. He gave them a hometown discount. Hmm. Like, that's not forty million a year times two. It's seventy million, and I think he's worth every single penny. And what you'll see is a guy that's obviously committed to winning to do this deferred money. And because he's committed to winning like this, 
he's absolutely worth $700 because you're going to build a great roster around him. The Dodgers are going to be a force for years to come. Greg, there was a, a report that the San Francisco Giants may have offered him a similar contract or maybe even more, uh, but obviously he turned it down and went to the Dodgers. Ken Rosenthal says the perceptions about San Francisco are affecting their ability to recruit star free agents. They have a city problem. Do you agree with that? You know, it's funny. I was saying this. I'm not, I'm not trying to, like, toot my own horn here and say that Ken stole my story. But I saw Ken. <laughs> I saw Ken in Nashville, and he tried to give me, a, like, a handshake, an awkward handshake. And you know how we all have buddies where you're, like, offended by that, right? Like, if one of your friends puts his hand up and you haven't seen him in a while, you're like, what are you doing? Give me a hug. So I, like, hug little Ken Rosenthal. I adore <laughs> Ken Rosenthal. I'm not saying I planted this in his mind, but I was walking around saying that San Francisco has an issue. The, the Giants have an issue. And if you go back in time, Jean-Carlo Stan would, accept, would not accept a trade to go play in San Francisco. I could repeat all the stuff that he wrote about. Aaron Judge said no. Carlos Correa said no. They can't get Shoei Otani for which money they offer him $700 million. Um, th- there are a lot of things going on, but I do believe the politics connected to Major League Baseball, it is what it is. You got a bunch of millionaires, mostly come from the, the southern portion of our country, where politically it leans red. And they don't want big government with fewer taxes. So they go to, to, to states and they buy property in states where their income is not taxed. And San Francisco is so not that way. California, extremely high taxes. But San Francisco is viewed as the ultimate liberal haven. And Major League Baseball players are not that way. I mean, Aaron Judge is not, not that way. I never believed for a second that Aaron Judge was going to sign up the San Francisco Giants. Did he use the Giants to, to drive the price of poker up, to get what he wanted out of the Yankees? I, yeah, absolutely. Maybe Otani did the same thing. Uh, maybe Correa did the same thing. But at the end of the day, the Giants got to figure out a way to, to rethink this. Because even if you go back in time to their three championship teams, name the big money guy they had. They were able to re-sign uh, uh, Matt Cain. Uh, Tim Lincecum really had, never got a huge bite of the apple, um, but it was Barry Zito who, you know, in his off time had a man bun and played the guitar at, at cafes, right? Like, this is the kind of guy they were able to lure to be a giant And when he was a free agent. They never signed marquee free agents for those three championship teams. So this has been going on a while. The last major free agent they landed was Barry Bonds. He made that ballpark look small. No one else has been able to do that. That's another issue they have. I, I just I see this as an ongoing problem for the San Francisco Giants. And the way we used to look at them as a brand is going in the wrong direction, unfortunately. Hey, Greg, your colleague John Heyman reporting on MLB Network this morning that the Yankees and the Dodgers are now tied in terms of being the favorites for Yamamoto. Uh, first of all, do you expect that you might get some word on that tonight? Second of all, the Dodgers, even with Shohei Otani, they need to build a starting rotation for 2024, don't they? They do. They do. They don't have enough. Uh, even Clayton Kershaw is sitting out there right now. They're going to start taking care of business immediately after today's press conference, which you can see live on MLB tonight. I'll be with Harold Reynolds. We'll be interviewing Shohei Otani, Andrew Friedman, everybody, even Stan Kasten, uh, the president of, uh, of the of the organization. Uh, I, I think Yamamoto has a major decision to make. And if I'm Yamamoto, do I want to sit in the shadows after I set a $300 million contract and let this one star steal the headlines again when it comes to the United States. I mean, Yamamoto, no matter what he does, and he might be even more decorated as a pitcher than Shohei Otani. Statistically, he is. 
But if he signs with the Los Angeles Dodgers, it's like, oh, yeah, we also have Yamamoto. It's always Otani. It's going to be Otani's team. Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman are going to feel that. They're, gonna, you know, they're, they're really gracious and they're very kind gentlemen, so they'll be on board. But Shohei Otani doesn't really want to be around the media all that much. It comes his way, but he wants to avoid it. So to be on Shohei Otani's team, which Yamamoto knows all about, is people asking you about Shohei Otani. No matter what you did, you're getting asked questions about your teammate, mm-hmm. Shohei Otani. So I, I still think, and I know Otani's part of the recruiting process to land him, I still put the Yankees ahead of the Dodgers in the free agent uh, recruitment of this young man because I think he wants to carve his own, his own niche. Is Garrett Cole a great pitcher? He is. He's not 25 years old. So Yamamoto is going to sign a $300 million contract. Well, he'll be in uniform for that team that he signs with much longer than Garrett Cole will be pitching for the New York Yankees. So I, I, I think he's still leaning towards an East Coast team to carve out his own niche here in the United States. Greg, just because we didn't get to talk to you about this last week, but what do you think about the announcement that Yadier Molina will be the new special assistant of the president of baseball operations, a special assistant to the president of baseball operations to John Mosellock? I love the move. Um, people look at it and go, oh, this is tough for Ali Marmel. His replacement is upstairs sitting next to the GM. Uh, please don't think that. That's not what's happening. The only way Ali Marmel is not managing the St. Louis Cardinals is if John Mosellock is not in the front office of the St. Louis Cardinals. It is just the way it is. Ali Marmol is doing everything that John Mosellock wants him to do. Now, can Yadier Molina inject some um, in-game common sense up in that room, up in that front office? Absolutely he can. Now, I'm not saying the front office is lacking common sense. I'm saying this is a, a trend throughout Major League Baseball where when everyone thinks the same thing and they're all in line analytically, it's actually smart to have someone who thinks differently up there because groupthink doesn't really lead you to the most success over the course of 162, which doesn't. So Yadier Molina has the machismo to sit up there and say whatever he wants. And he's going to offer his opinion. And if you roll your eyes at that opinion, then you're just you're, you're, you're hurting yourself. You're hurting the organization. So I think Yadier Molina is going to be perfect at this job. Um, do I think it leads to him managing the St. Louis Cardinals someday? I do not think that. Uh, unless there's a different GM, unless there's someone that is inexperienced, that takes over, uh, that is new president of baseball operations. As long as John Mozellick's there, he's not going to put somebody in that seat that's going to push back on him. That's just not going to happen. But I do think it's great the Cardinals made sure that Yadier Molina's intellect and experience is in their suite, in their front office suite, because that can only benefit the Cardinals. Greg, last thing before we let you go, you were at the winter meetings, as we mentioned uh, last week, and you got a chance to talk to all of the principals from the Cardinals. Uh, With the three people that they have signed, Gibson, Lynn, Gray, are they done? They're done with free agency, in my opinion. And based on everything they're saying, they're done with free agency. Do I think that they're going to really focus on their bullpen? Absolutely. It's one of the worst bullpens in baseball last year. Uh, It was musical chairs. That's who they were going to give the ball to when the game mattered and was on the line. I, I, I think they acquire at least two more relievers before we're done and head off to spring training. I would more than likely it's going to be three. Um, they need they need to reimagine this bullpen. They will, just like they added the starters that we all assumed that they were going to add, not, not exactly the pitchers that we thought they were going to add, but we knew they were going to add two to three starters. Same thing with the bullpen, but I don't think it's going to be free agent starters. They might sign free agent relievers, 
but you're not going to see a major A-list free agent coming off the board going to the St. Louis Cardinals. And no trades, right? Uh, trades are in the mix. Uh, the problem, the problem with trades, there are too many people that want to trade for the names everybody wants. So Corbin Burns, Dylan Cease, Tyler Glass. Now the price of poker is astronomical right now. And with the Cardinals trading Tyler O'Neill already, I just don't know how many more pieces out of their cupboard they're going to throw in to acquire one of these guys. Would it be amazing if they did? Absolutely. But I'd, I'd really be surprised at this point from what I'm hearing it would take to acquire one of those three pitchers. I think that's too steep for the Cardinals. I'm pleasantly stunned that you're joining us from L.A. and you're not on a golf course. Uh, you know, I've been on a golf course in forever, Randy. And you know what that probably means? I'm going to play great the next time I see it up. <laughs> That's the way it's, it works. I, I, isn't it sad? Isn't it sad? The more I play, the worse I get. It's terrible. <laughs> I, I know the feeling. Welcome <laughs> to my world, brother. <laughs> oh, it's good to be here, Randy. It's good to be here. Thanks for opening the door. Hey, you got it. We will uh, be tuned in tonight for the Otani press conference. As always, thanks for the time. Thanks for joining us from L.A., and we'll uh, talk soon. All right, you guys are the best. Take care. Thanks, Greg. See you. Greg Amsinger, MLB Network, here on 101 ESPN.